Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey everybody, welcome to Arrow on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at standtargetpodcast.com. Why did you sing that? I don't know. It was super strange. <laughs> it was very, uh, very, very 90s boy band-esque. <laughs> yeah, it kind of was. Uh, this episode is called... Uh, you better sing this, Chris. What is his name? <laughs> Al-Sahim. Al-Sahim. Yep. Al-Sahim. <laughs> That's the exact thing that I did. I know, That's yeah. It's good. Yeah. good. Um, anyway, this episode was awesome. I there was a number of things that I loved about this episode. Yeah. Um, the first of which being Thea shooting him in the arm yes. with an arrow. This like man, evil Oliver is terrifying. Yep. Um, and so the, place that aside for a second. I'm also surprised at that this is even happening yep. because you would think with all the trials and all the terrible things that have happened to Oliver, he would have been able to resist, you know, like all the, the sensory deprivation and like the crazy brainwashing things that the league yeah. has done to him. You would have thought he that he would be able to make that's true. I mean, that's hard I mean, to get around. I mean, think about Thea, you know? Think about, like, what Malcolm made her do. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely hard to get around, for sure. Um, but still, you know. Yes. Uh, and we're going to have to go somewhere from here. Like, this is this can't be the status of the show forever. Right, and well, like, I mean, even Diggle and uh, and Felicity had the conversation where they couldn't believe that this was where we were at with yeah. Oliver. Yeah. Um, it's also interesting to note that Oliver, evil Oliver... Reminds me of Baymax in the movie hmm. Big Hero Six. Interesting. Where whenever they take out the chip, the yeah. the, the uh, ship chip from his chest there, yeah, he turns evil. Well, I mean, this is I mean, and it's very very scary. I mean, they've done what they said they've done. You know, they've removed Oliver Queen from the Arrow, and this yep. is all you've got left is this um, very vengeful um, killing machine. Yeah, um, I enjoyed seen um the team yeah and i enjoyed seeing laurel and training with uh nissa, nissa. yeah that whole thing like nissa is just a cool character i, I like her character a lot yeah. and uh and so this episode very much made me happy because nissa was in it a lot yeah and i thought that like the that was very believable whenever they like everybody's reactions to this because yeah. it's like i mean while diggle it was a little bit extreme for him to just immediately jump to hey let's throw nissa under the bus it still like made sense yeah because it's like he you know something very very personal had happened to him and he reacts in a very very personal way yeah for sure and oh, i mean they he has his wife he has nyla you know so yeah and and that's just the sucky thing about it is just the fact that they can't trust oliver anymore yeah you know and and so that kind of you know it's, it's not fun at all yeah uh Speaking of Nissa, you know, it was uh, so she has this good relationship with Laurel over the mm -hmm. past few weeks, and Laurel just totally messes it up, destroys it, yep, in typical arrow fashion. In typical, yeah, in typical arrow fashion, by, she's lying to her, yeah, by lying to her, keeping secrets, yes. What anyway, and I, I loved that there was a quote, and I have, a, have the quote from uh, from Nissa. Uh, let me see, she says to Laurel. She says, let me see, where was it at? Uh, were I so inclined, I would ask you why your first instinct is to keep matters secret, even though it cost you your relationship with your father. 
And it's like she hits the nail right on the head there where she says, basically, like, why is your first instinct always to lie to people? Right. I mean, honestly, like, I'm ready for the writers to get past this. Yes. On this show. Yeah. Like, I'm sick and tired of people... you know, lying to people for no good reason. Well, and like we had Thea in the dark for so long. And, and it always and, hurts people. Yeah, and it hurt her. And, and then we had, I mean, there's just so many times where we've had all of this weirdness and it's like, oh, don't tell them for this. And we mentioned it on Flash, uh, Flash on Target, yeah. where they have kept uh, one of the characters on that show in the dark for basically the entire series. Yeah. And like that was, has, has, been a mistake and will end up hurting people. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's nothing new and it's, it, you're right. It is kind of getting old. Let's stop ringing that bell. You know, let's yeah. stop, let's stop learning that lesson. Right. Um, but as far as the direction goes on this episode, I really loved the action and a lot of the pacing. Um, and even the flashbacks, the, the pacing was better on the flashbacks. Yeah. However, I will like, let's not retread some old territory with the whole flashbacks, not being relevant to a real life thing. But in the flashbacks, like if you were to put this in the timeline with what happened last week and where we're like going with the flashbacks, this entire series of flashbacks was a big delaying tactic. Yeah. It was a gigantic like. We now know what they're about. Bypass. Oh, exactly. Yeah. We're about it's because we're about to, you know, we just released this toxin into uh, Shanghai and we're about to release the same toxin in Starling City. Right. Um. Which apparently Nissa has had on her this entire time because she didn't want someone to to do it. She didn't want someone to ascend to the throne completely or whatever. Right. Um, which makes sense. It makes complete sense. But it's like you wonder about what what were her motives? Were her motives selfish in that, hey, I feel like I need to be the one ascending to the throne. So I'm going to take this device, the only device that will let someone else ascend to the throne. Basically taking the keys to the car so nobody else steals it. Right. Or... Was it more like this is, you know, this is unthinkable that anyone would destroy an entire city or an entire village or whatever for no reason. And so I'm going to remove this from, you know, this, this harmful weapon from play. Yeah. And it's like, you just don't know what her motives were in, in stealing that. Right. Yeah. And I don't know that we will know. Right. Um, all we know right now is like, yeah, it's getting ready to release in Starling City and she's in a predicament. Yeah. And the backstory, uh, flashbacks have, um, Almost meant nothing. Uh, well, I mean, they haven't meant nothing. Like, we were definitely, like, we were moving toward this point. I just don't think we needed, you know, a whole, I think we started this line halfway th- uh, at the season, um, middle of the season. Yeah, probably, um, and, yeah. And so, that's right. like, well, we just haven't, like, there's, we could have easily explained the, the presence of this toxin on her on her person without these flashbacks taking place over the past, you know, that's true. Few that, months. That's very true. And considering, like, again, this week you mentioned last week that we had the backstory of uh, of Rachel Ghoul. And I think this time we had a little bit more of that, that he was telling all over this story, walking him through this village and yeah. things. And that would have been cool to see. In like, a flashback. You know, it would have been really cool to see in a flashback. Yeah. Um, him and this, uh, him and his rival, basically, um, going at it and, and him failing to kill him or, or sparing his life and, and now regretting this. Like, that also makes me wonder, who is this guy? Like, okay. who is who is this operator from the shadows that could potentially be another Rachel Ghoul? That's what I wanted to bring up. And uh, so he mentioned that he is a part of or or, be, or runs Hive. Where have we heard that recently? And mm. or like that's been on the show recently. I feel like mm. I can't. I couldn't remember 
when or where or in what context. That's interesting. Was Chris. it on the Suicide Squad episode? It probably would have been because that's whenever we would have seen the greater uh, universe that we're dealing with here. Um, what's what's interesting about Hive is in the comics they do represent this kind of dark shadowy thing, but it's not like a League of Shadows situation. It's more like um, like a paramilitary thing, mm. you know, where it's they've they use guns and things. I mean, so they reference that, like, and I don't know, like, if that's something that we'll bring in necessarily this uh, season, or if it's something yeah. we'll bring in maybe next season. I was wondering this. Think about the fact that we have this uh, the Alpha Omega serum, right? Yeah, and that we're trying to use it in Shanghai. Can yeah, we have used it in Shanghai. Yeah, could potentially the other. A potential ascender to the throne be from Shanghai. And this was his, and what Oliver experienced in the back uh, story is him trying to wipe out Shanghai. That's possible. And stealing some of the serum in order to wipe out Shanghai and become the next Rachel Ghoul anyway. Yeah, I mean that, that that's entirely possible and that'd be that'd be a cool place for it to go. That would make those flashbacks mean more than they mean right now. Currently, yeah. Um so that would be cool. Um and I I mean I would like that. That would that seems like it would be a uh, you know a, it would tie everything move. together. Yeah, a clever move on their part. Yeah. Yeah, it would tie everything together. Um but I don't know. I mean it's just that's an intriguing storyline that we didn't see anything about in flashbacks and I would have loved to see some of that take place on screen versus being told that by yeah. someone. Um, something else I loved about this episode was uh, we got to see more of Diggle kind of like leading the team almost. True. And uh, Felicity made the comment about um, getting him a suit. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, yes. Please. He needs a suit. Please. He's needed a suit for ever. Yeah. Since the, since the end of the first season. Yeah, it's like whenever he's running around shooting people with his gun or whatever, right. it's like nobody notices that this is Diggle. Yeah. You know? Nobody can ID this guy. What? I know that guy. Yeah, it's like, come on. Um, wasn't he the bodyguard of that one other guy? Anyway, uh, I didn't. I did notice something. I wanted to ask you about it. Thea mentioned while they're sitting around the dinner table, she mentioned that I can't really leave the house. Is it because people think she's dead? Like, why couldn't she, why did she, would she have made the reference that, that, like, do we leave it at the last episode where she died? I mean, I just don't know, like, where does that stand? Because they, obviously they removed her from um, the hospital in order to take her to Nanda Prabhat, but it's, I don't know. I mean, wh- where does that, where does, did her character stand in the Starling City? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't remember that. And I, it was just a passing reference. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what she would mean by that, you yeah. know, like, other than, it almost seemed like dialogue to like to answer a question that I didn't have. Yeah. I'm not really sure. I I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch it and see yeah. like what she's specifically referencing. Yeah. Well she mentioned like uh, you know, oh, it's worse in the mornings and you know how I can't leave my apartment. So this so the meals like this are, are a breath of fresh air or something like that. Yeah, I don't just, I don't get that at all. It was just a weird reference. Because Roy's the one is dead. Maybe she's just like so in grief over Roy. does she know he's still alive? Well she, we had that whole conversation this episode. Right. Where uh Thea or not Thea, sorry. Um uh was it was it Laurel or was it uh Felicity that told her? There in the uh, that that gave her the note. It was Felicity, uh, wasn't Felicity, it? Felicity, yeah. But yeah. but was that before or after this conversation? Uh, that was before this conversation. So that could very well be. Like it may just be that hey, she's just grieving over her brother and and uh, and and Roy, and you know that's that is what it is. Yeah. Um. 
Anyway, so yeah, I mean, that was a, an interesting twist. Do you think that Thea is going to be uh, leaving the show to join Roy on the run? Or what's going to happen with that? I will that? throw a fit if that happens. I agree, because we just got a glimpse. It would be very uh, mean if they give us this this taste yeah. of Thea joining the team and being the new Arrow. And then taking that away. I think that that's a very real uh force like i think she could be a very real force if she becomes like the the arrow the interim arrow or whatever yeah i mean this is something this is what i've always wanted since the first season of the show is yeah. for her to be part of the team and yeah. and be uh be you know kicking kick button taking names yeah um you know so i hope that doesn't happen i don't think it will i think you know cuz it would have to be another situation where you know uh willa holland's um, contracts up or something like that. And she's right. not coming back. Like I think that's the only way that they like kick her off the show and she's gone for a while. Very true. Um, uh, okay, so something I wanted to uh, to mention uh, is the uh, oh the fact that the Arrow team. This is the the second time now this season that the Arrow team has had to function without. Oliver at the helm, hmm. and I really like it. Yeah, I like the way that it feels. I like the way that they function. They work together as a team, mm-hmm. and uh, it feels really, really good. I agree. Uh, people just kind of fall into place. They fall into their own roles. And I think that whenever, uh, I actually think whenever Oliver returned, we lost a little bit of something. Yeah. We, we lost some of the character that had built up while he was gone in his absence. And now we are back to that. And that's actually kind of nice. You yeah. know, it's, it's actually really nice to root for a team, yeah. not just root for Oliver. Right. Because a lot of times whenever he came back, he was in conflict with the rest of the team and that was frustrating. Right. And so right now the team is basically united and they're united in something that that is more intriguing and more compelling than having people who are constantly butting heads all the time. Yeah. Um, I did want to bring up, we saw the canary cry. We saw that actually, uh, actually happen. That was cool. So cool, dude. Uh, that was, like I would the fan in me of, of black canary. I was just like, Oh my goodness, that was good. Um, and then whenever Oliver steps off the roof, he just kind of like disappears <laughs> into the ether. And that was really fun too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pull the Batman. Yeah. Pull the Batman on us, <laughs> which I'm totally okay with. Yeah. Um, let me see. What else do we have here? Um, I mean, that's basically it. We've covered, we covered a lot of things here. So yeah, that's all I have. What, uh, how many hoods, how many hoods, I will say four hoods. I agree. Um, yeah. So I will say that moving forward, I don't know where we end the finale. Other than no. the past, we know in the past we end the finale uh, somehow dealing with this whole thing in Shanghai and figuring out uh, Akeo now is bleeding. He's right. got the the serum didn't work, The the whatever it is, the vaccine well we know work. he dies at some point so right. like i think we'll see kind of see the dissolution of um Mateo's and his wife's relationship um and uh you know kind of like the you know the end of that we'll probably you know see something happen with oliver and where he ends up going from from there you know like yeah does he go back to the island like what happens now um and then in terms of like what the season finale involves i don't know like will it be team arrow going up against um, the League of Assassins with Oliver, Oliver at the helm, mm. like that could be, that could be wild, you that, know. And that would be nuts. And and you know, especially if we don't, um, we don't 
see any kind of resolution of that in, uh, at the end of the season. Yeah, like, I mean, we've got two episodes left, I think. Um, we're on episode, this is 21. And I think it's three. Uh, there's three episodes left? That would Let make sense. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. It's like it's not a lot of time, uh, television time, to, to do a whole bunch. And so I think you might be right. I think that the showdown might be between Oliver and them. And maybe we see Oliver come back to the good side and face no, down two. with uh, face down with uh, Raish, but I mean, it's really just not a lot of time to, to have huge epic things. And so we really, really are building up to the final thing and that final confrontation. And I'm in, excited to see where that ends up. So. Yeah, me too. All right. Some quotes. Uh, as I've already said, there's the, the Nissa quote that said, were I so inclined, I would ask you why your first instinct is to keep matters secret, even though it costs you a relationship with your father. Nissa also said, I will not cower in the shadows waiting for death. I thought that was just a really mm. dramatic but really cool way mm-hmm. of, uh, of putting it. Um, and then we have Diggle saying, Laurel, I'm with Felicity. There's nothing Rachel Ghoul can do to make Oliver turn on his friends. And that's intriguing because Diggle, this episode very heavily featured the relationship between Diggle and Oliver because at the very beginning, um, Oliver basically thinks that he kills Diggle. And then at the end stays his hand until uh, Thea uh, ends up saving Diggle uh, mm-hmm. by shooting him in the in the hand. So we'll see if that how that plays out if he ends up finishing the uh, the job that he started. Um, let me see. Then we have we have Nissa who says, "This is where my beloved departed this world. Do you even remember Sarah, or has my father obliterated her from your memory?" Um, oh, one last thing that I wanted to mention. Uh, whenever. Ra's al Ghul spared Nissa's life. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting twist in my mind. Like his reasoning seemed kind of shaky. Um, and, and so it was very strange for him to do that. I wasn't sure why that had happened. And I'm not sure if he has uh, other plans for Nissa or if he has kind of an interesting odd plan for Oliver. <laughs> and like, why did he, why would he have spared her other than the fact that he still loves her? I, yeah, I have no way. idea. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I but agree. We'll find out. I imagine he has a, a greater, grander plan. Um, and then we have Felicity who said, we thought that Oliver was giving up his life to Roz, but he, what he gave up was his soul. And then we have the last one that I'll say was from Malcolm. It was a conversation between Malcolm and Thea, which I really actually liked a lot because mm-hmm. um, he's the only one that really is going to let her or was going to let her do anything and to, to, to help. And he says, you're a warrior, Thea. Long before I trained you, you've always had an incredible strength inside you, and your brother knows that too. Now what do you need from me? And, you know, it was interesting that he said, I think it's a bad idea for you to do this, but I am actually going to help you do it. Well, that's the first time he hasn't done, he's done something like that. Yeah. You know, where it's not something that he's doing for self-preservation. Correct. For it's, his own selfish motives. Yeah, it's the first time he's been not selfish. So, yeah. Anyway, so that's all I've got this week. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. You can check out our other podcast, Flash on Target, where we uh, we talk about the CW's Flash. Um, you can also check out our main podcast. This week we reviewed Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a really good review over there. You can find us on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And John Wright 777 And at Pod. always online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Arrow on Target. Target.